Hello there! Welcome to the International Business Podcast, a show for those who work across time zones, borders, and cultures. I'm your host, Leonardo, from Shanghai, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. We also have a new co-host, Stefano, based in Paris. Coming up on today's episode... And also graduates have a lot more abilities when it comes to acquiring work-related know-how. Uh, the learning curve of them is virtually non-existent because they are fast learners uh, with the skills and potential to understand new business technologies and solutions. If you want to succeed in fashion, you should be a professional Googler. And you know, it's true, because you always need to, to be hungry for what you are looking for and uh, be very goal-oriented and uh, constantly searching. Daria is a growth manager with almost a decade of experience in marketing, content, project management and leadership. She is now focused on building new growth strategies for a Berlin-based startup, Avomind, a recruitment company connecting graduates and senior alumni with fast-growing firms globally. You can find more details about Daria, including her LinkedIn profile, in the show notes. Now, let's start. Hi, Daria. I'm glad to have you on. Welcome to the International Business Podcast. Thank you very much, Leonardo, for your kind invitation. I'm super honored to be here today. And I would like to start with this question, Daria. Why would you define yourself as an international professional? Well, I'm an international professional because my professional experience is quite diverse. I managed to work and live in three countries. My academic background includes about four countries. And uh, from the very beginning of my career, I had this opportunity to work in a very multinational team. And I'm very, very grateful for this experience. And even before moving to Europe, I worked in the international office of Russian University. And my everyday work included communication with international specialists. So despite the fact that uh, the workplace was located in Russia, the entire communication within the team and outside it was handled in English. And also while studying at the university, I went to an exchange program in Sweden. And during my PhD program, I had the opportunity to strengthen my professional experience and complete my project in Italy and Germany. Well, that sounds pretty international to me, Daria. <laughs> That's true. Let's move on to graduates and more specifically about hiring graduates. What is their value within companies? Well, like human capital, they are very, very beneficial because all the time and effort you invest in them really pays off. And for a company, especially a fast-growing one, hiring uh, graduates is a great because you can get workers who are like a, a blank canvas and can be adjusted according to your business needs and requirements. And uh, besides, uh, the contribution to business profits are most of the time far higher than non-graduates. So practically, uh, they are worth every cent your organization invests in them. And despite the fact that most of the businesses uh, and owners, they are looking for experienced uh, individuals, you should always keep in mind that the more experienced candidates usually come at very expensive price tag with their own demands. And graduates on the other hand, do not have this uh, problem adjusting to new work patterns or making the transition from one work setting to another. So they're pretty flexible sets uh, them apart from the more experienced but less accommodative uh, counterparties. And this adjustability is a big plus if your business is making a transition to a larger company with more steady returns and profits. 
And also graduates have a lot more abilities when it comes to acquiring work-related know-how. Uh, the learning curve of them is virtually non-existent because they are fast learners uh, with the skills and potential to understand new business technologies and solutions. And besides, uh, they provide quite innovative ideas uh, that make a lot of difference in the company. And they are most of the time very tech savvy and creative at the same time. And this makes them perfect as a driving force for, um, for any business and stable engine for growth. And from communication to organizational skills and problem solving abilities, plus data analysis, they have a very huge reservoir of knowledge and quite big thirst for acquiring new skills as professionals. So if we could conclude providing career path for graduates and helping them to attain higher positions ensures that talent you acquire gets uh, the chance to grow. And so does your business. I love simple definitions, Daria. How would you define human capital? Uh, this is a very, very good question. I would say uh, at this moment of uh, when companies are so fast growing and very orient oriented on the revenue, the most important is to have a very diverse human capital. So focusing on the creative industry, why the creative industry specifically is different from any other industries? Well, creative industry is a very complex ecosystem and uh, it can be divided into five major industry groups. Uh, for instance, architecture, related services, creative goods and products, fine arts, performing arts, um, entertainment and digital media, and of course, fashion. And the high demand professional field, such as software development, for instance, or uh, UI, UX design could also be considered as a part of this creative industry. And creative industry is particularly different because companies have this business model um, where creativity is work of unusual value. So in other words, it's, uh, it is an industry where work can be a dramatic success or failure best based on your creative outputs. And this differs from regular industries where product have steady and very, very predictable value. Growth manager, your title, Daria. I'm curious here. What what does that mean? So the terminology itself of a growth manager position varies from company to company. And um, for instance, in some industries, these people are in charge of only marketing growth hacking. In others, they are building new strategies for company expansion or also uh, responsible for business development. Uh, in my organization, I'm mostly focused on four areas. Uh, this is a growth marketing, partnership and campus communication, brand strategy, and of course, recruitment, because I work for a recruitment platform. And to define the average responsibilities, uh, the growth manager's job has three core components. First is to define the company's growth plan. Second is to coordinate and execute growth programs. And third is to optimize the re revenue funnel. So in this job, you need to have creativity, strategic thinking, and of course, leadership. And actually, leadership is very, very important because uh, the growth manager must align all market-facing functions to a shared growth objective uh, without direct authority and must build a growth team uh, those culture is suited to the challenging and experimental nature of the work. And regarding... Uh, my current work, I'm mostly uh, recruiting for, for jobs that are related to creative industries such as marketing, product, and fashion. You know that I work within fashion, but 
I would like from you the definition of fashion. How would you define fashion, Daria? It's very fast growing, very, very particular field that changes a lot. And especially it has been changed a lot after the and during the COVID situation. And of course, like when we think about what is going to happen next, to my opinion, the most important that fashion will slightly transition to more online. Uh, so like e-commerce and everything related to this field. So getting practical with the young professionals. Tell us about the skills for creative industries graduate success. I would say that the most important skills are to be very, very goal-oriented, to be hungry for knowledge. It's highly important in creative industry. And of course, hungry for self-development. And besides uh, soft skills, actually very important uh, for competitive interview process uh, that include empathy, relating to others and being able to effectively communicate with people, which will time to any work that you do. And of course, having all of them would be amazing, but at the same time, it is very, very difficult. So if you had to pick, let's say, one. Hungry for knowledge. Why, Daria? Uh, because uh, when, when we talk about creative industry, it's very important to always be hungry for any kind of information. Uh, once my academic supervisor told me, if you want to succeed in fashion, you should be a professional Googler. And you know, it's true because you always need to, to be hungry for what you are looking for and uh, be very goal-oriented and uh, constantly searching because uh, searching is practice and practice makes perfect. I would like to focus on the weak points of graduates. What are the weaknesses that graduates have, let's say, compared to more experienced workers? Of course, uh, most of the time they do not really understand in which kind of field they would like to start working. And at this point, it's very important sometimes to have this person who can kind of guide you through all these difficult difficulties that uh, graduates can meet on the way. And actually, um, uh, to have a very good and uh, prepared coach who can help you to guide through all these troubles that you meet on the way, that would be a good idea. And that's why, you know, when I started to work uh, in a recruitment company, I really like them a lot. I like a lot the business model because I also was a graduate and I also was struggling and I didn't know how to start my career and how to start my international career in particular. So a very good coach once helped me and uh, now I work in this company where we help graduates to find the perfect opportunity and to bring them their self-confidence. I think it's very important. Networking and training, do they play crucial roles in the creative careers, Daria? Yeah, in my opinion, networking should be a, a very essential aspect if you truly want to build your career. Uh, because success in a career is largely attributed to the pool of information or ideas you have uh, garnered over the past. And when networks have been created, it fosters a trade of ideas uh, to sustain long-term relationship and mutual trust. And when you are receiving ideas, it helps both in your place of work and out, 
and in addition to instilling best practices that boost your career. So besides that, uh, networking makes you very noticeable. And when you stand out in both your expertise and the services you offer, it creates room for partnership, which uh, in turn builds a career. And when people start noticing you, it opens a lot of doors for new opportunities. Uh, so businesses and career-minded individuals who have networked over the time and have been able to expand with the minimal effort because of the avenue and uh, new opportunities open to them through the networking. And these opportunities like meeting the right clients or even meeting people that are superior to your career path could be a stepping stone that could change your career for better. So besides networking is a key uh, tool for growth and um, resourceful career and training and certification garnered from networking build self-confidence and promote self-esteem. And the self-confidence ha has been built over the time can help you a lot on a positive spot whenever you interact with uh, like-minded people in your career. So this also gives you an opportunity to excel well during interview process for, job for any kind of job opportunities. Uh, so the more effectively you practically network, the more self-confidence uh, you build over time. I'm often asked this question by, I would say, fashion students, Daria, but I would like to know how would you reply to them? So students that are graduating, they don't have connections and fashion, for instance, is a highly competitive industry. How can someone succeed in a such competitive industry without having prior connections? First of all, we, we live in this uh, society where information is practically everywhere. To my opinion, it's very important not to be afraid to start contacting companies or particular people within the industry or a company that a uh, graduate could be interested in and ask for internship, for instance. It's a very, very great step, especially for fresh graduates when they have this, they can have this opportunity to try a job and to understand if they like it, if they like the industry, if they like the field they're working on. So you should be out of your comfort zone most of the time because creative individuals, they are highly important for companies because they step out of this comfort zone. So for fresh graduates, definitely, I would suggest to not to be afraid to approach people and companies and uh, go to the job of your dream. Stay. So Stay is the first sustainable fashion marketplace merging aesthetics, sustainability, and AI technology in one place. What is it specifically? And how are you building brand awareness on the global market? So I have to start uh, and say that STAY is a very, very special project to me because it was my first job in Germany and I was very, very lucky to start this fashion career on European market within this company. Uh, in the time when countries uh, started to be more and more focused on sustainability issues, STAY became, became one of the first sustainable e-commerce platforms uh, with a very well-curated selection of ethical brands. Uh, gathered not only in Europe, but from the entire world. And when I joined STAY, I witnessed uh, with my own eyes their growth and I helped them to achieve most of their tasks uh, we scheduled. And I started my position as a pro project manager where I was mainly responsible for partnerships with European universities 
and then transitioned to the editorial team where I was in charge of writing the content for their website as well as for Stay Edit. So this is a magazine that covers such topics as sustainability, fashion, lifestyle and beauty. And actually, within the editorial team, I realized how massive it is because originally the project was created as an educational tool, such a side project that helps customers and any other professionals interested in the issues of sustainability get uh, some lifestyle tips, provide overview of the fashion trends within the sustainable fashion industry, and as well as um, inspire for an eco-conscious way of living. And I can say that this magazine really boosted the brand awareness on the global market a lot. Uh, because uh, at the end, uh, we measured the KPIs and we discovered that they received very positive feedback, not only from professionals within the industry, but also got many uh, good feedbacks from the leading European universities. Uh, besides, it helped company to provide workplaces for hundreds, hundreds of students, graduates and young professionals around the globe, because they is uh, very open, not to only hire graduates, but also to help young professionals to switch to another field and try something that they were dreaming all the life to try, but never had this opportunity. And stay was exactly this project. Of course, it brought a lot in terms of brand awareness. Uh, and by the way, today is a very special day because we launched a new strategic collaboration between stay and Avomind. Tell us a little bit more about that. So practically, um, we signed a strategic partnership and Stay in Avomind will work together closely and they will help young graduates or like students and to have inter internship within Stay. And once they finish their experience within Stay, uh, they will, uh, their CV will be provided to Avomind. Avomind will support them and help them to find their next job, a permanent job. I've got one final question I ask everyone who comes on the show, Daria. Tell us about one memorable moment from your international career, and you can choose between a successful, a funny, or even a catastrophic episode. Your pick. I will never forget uh, my most ambitious, if I can say so, project, uh, which can be called one of the most successful, perhaps, moment in my international career. Uh, when I was still working on the Russian market, I got a chance to lead a project uh, devoted to the event organization uh, that was focused on planning and um, uh, an international conference within the art and design industry. And uh, I had to create from scratch the project idea, uh, the entire content for a competition uh, that was curated by international organization that is called Cumulus. And then I had to submit it to Cumulus for a later evaluation. So it was quite a difficult project for me because uh, at that time I didn't have such a clear understanding of how to organize an event for more than 1,000 people from around the globe. And actually the task was not a clear order of what needs to be done, but rather something like, okay, Daria, please be creative, we need to win. So I spent around like uh, three or four months working on a business plan and then uh, the content itself. And at the end, my organization won a very strong international competition among hundreds uh, of the universities located worldwide and was shortlisted as a Cumulus Conference cost uh, in 2020. And it was a very massive celebration afterwards. To wrap this up, Daria, before we go, who should connect with you after listening to these episodes? And tell us a little bit more in detail about your current role. 
Yeah, so my current role is the growth manager at a Berlin-based startup called Avomind. Uh, this is a recruitment company connecting graduates and very senior alumni with fast-growing firms. And we operate uh, not only in Germany or Europe, uh, we operate pretty globally, uh, also in US, UK, Canada, and APAC region as well. And my area of expertise includes creative and fashion-related roles across uh, EMEA, America, and APAC region. So I would be very, very glad to meet highly motivated creative individuals with a diverse professional and educational background uh, who are already working within their creative industry, uh, as well as fresh graduates who are at the beginning of their career path. Daria, I want to thank you for your insights. Thank you for joining us on the International Business Podcast. It was a big pleasure for me to share my experience with the International Business Podcast audience. And thank you very much, Leo, for having me here. This was the last episode before the summer break. We'll come back in a couple of months. We are assessing new guests. So if you work across time zones, borders and cultures, connect with me. You can find the LinkedIn profile in the show notes. Just go to the episode description, scroll down and you'll find the link over there. I don't know where you are right now because we have listeners from over 100 countries, but I hope you can relax a tiny bit during this weird, I would say, summer break. Take care, guys.